Hey guys, welcome back to another amazing episode of the Unashamed Podcast. Totally unashamed. Absolutely unashamed, guys. Completely unashamed. (laughs) My name is Adesia Kubweze, psychotherapist. I'm going to spill your line, Sola, your favorite baby girl, if I say so myself. Um, okay, if, you, if that status has not changed, you know, baby woman these days, not particularly girl, but hey, girl, Whatever. <laughs> Whatever, please introduce yourself. Alright, Sola here, clinical psychologist, psychotherapist, aspiring baby boy, you know. You're still aspiring. You're still aspiring. Don't worry. I'm still in school, you know. Anyways, guys, this podcast was brought to you by Nguvu Health. And we're really excited because it's World Mental Health Awareness Day, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Drums out. (laughs) Yay! We have a whole day to brag about how cool mental health is we have a whole day to brag about to just talk about mental health and you listen because i mean today's our day isn't it mm-hmm. typically every day is our day or something but then this is you know the, the week that we kind of like stop we everything and, now, and, we, and we shut we shut the town down you know <laughs> and force people to you know listen to mental health you know listen to their own mental health as well yeah absolutely well the theme for this year's world um world mental health awareness day is make mental health and well-being for all a global priority and i'm sure it would be in the description somewhere but that's the theme of the day however The topic of conversation for today's podcast is how to start your healing journey. Shall I please help me echo it for those at the back? Let's just echo it so that those at the back can hear. So which voice should I should I use the class captain voice or the you know um, (laughs) the army captain voice? Either ways, either ways. Just help me echo how to start your healing journey. Okay. She said how to start your eating journey. You put at the back. They can hear you now. Carry on. Okay, so today we're going to be having conversations around, obviously, um, mental health, why we need to make mental health for all a global priority, but essentially, how do I start my healing journey? And I just feel like, you know, this is reflective of a lot of people who are in the phase of really taking care of their mental health or in the phase of just figuring out like, oh my God, I've been hearing people talk about mental health even more in 2022. Like, what truly is my mental health? Why do I need to even bother about my mental health? And how do I begin my healing journey as I try to navigate that space, right? So this podcast, hopefully, would answer a lot of that question. So, Shola, when you had the... Oh, yeah, go on, please. So, I was going to mention that, you know, it's quite interesting, the thing for this, you know, years, um, you know, one mental health, the unit and awareness initiative you know usually comes with themes you know that's also sometimes work with the themes yeah um it started with your stand, you know with the regular you understand advocacy you understand you know sensitizing people you understand, and you awareness you understand making the change mm-hmm. that we wanted you understand? but then now handed it with you know the change that you tend to look for your son typically is going to mm-hmm. start from you so yeah. your importance to the general narrative about you know world mental health you know global mental health you know 
if it's not mm-hmm. working with you, it's likely not going to work elsewhere. So, yeah. Right. Focusing I on also, the you. Yeah. Absolutely. I also feel like when you hear the theme, make mental health and well-being for all a global priority, a lot of the times you might quickly think of the government or institutions like, oh, what can other people do for me? Like, oh, yeah, the theme for this year is make mental health a global priority, period. However, when I hear this theme, I'm thinking, oh, like, like you said, Shola, it starts with you and I. How can I begin to prioritize my mental health? How do I begin to make a priority? A lot of the times, if you if somebody's struggling physically, financially, spiritually, and mental health-wise, mental health will probably take the back seat for every other thing to thrive. But for this yeah. year, you're like, you know, like you've got to make mental health a priority, you know, and it starts with you and I. And that's why we're really today talking about how do you begin that journey through healing? Because a lot of us are broken. You know, um, mm-hmm. Shola, let me ask you, when you had the topic of the day, how to start your healing journey, what was the first thing I just came to mind? I'm just curious, like, you know, like, what is the fire burning in your heart as far as this topic is concerned? Uh, okay, to know about fire burning, but... Yeah. <laughs> I just knew you were going to respond that way. You're so um, predictable. Oh um, you you suddenly became so romantic this morning. The fire burning <laughs> in your loins. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, so, I think my first impression would be, you know, um, motivation enhancement, and that's typically for me. You know, sometimes um, one of the very first things that people need to overcome is, you know, um, the instinct not to do anything about your current mental health situation um that instinctively not to confront you know um issues and it's well it's more like um it's it's not a leg behavior i think it's one of our innate instincts you know um that flight or fight you know dynamic when you see an issue do you want to run towards it or run away from it you know and that is typically what most people resolve to do you understand just sweep it under the rug you understand it will go once i get this they should leave you understand and those kind of dynamics and it kind of like hinders people from you know um getting motivated towards wellness you know as at when things can be easily managed if i guess say so um but of course at the end of the day when the level of distress has become so much and the you know impairment has become you know unbearable that is where you now see people you know trying to initiate um you know wellness you know at whatever stage of it that they have access to so um my experience one of the key struggles has always been motivation to even start motivation mm. to do anything about it motivation because it's it would seem like quite a lot of work that's where your anxiety kicks in that's where your mm. negative thoughts kicks in you understand who, who's to say it would even work look i hear that quite a lot in some when we had that motivation enhancement phase of um, therapy where you're trying to convince the person that hey he could give this a shot you know you could give yeah. this a try you understand it's it's not proactive you understand or even productive for you not to do anything and just ignore the situation and then fix it on how bad things are you know what could motivate you towards getting well people can tell you quite a lot about their struggles you know 
but you know it, it goes beyond just talking about it you know like right. what's 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 inner motivation what inner drive you know can motivate you towards reaching out for wellness you know going for therapy you know doing yourself care you know you know routine you know staying true to your medication you know and on many of these things so i i, I guess you know when that came up yes that was you know, because I would only think about it from the problems that I've encountered in practice. And that was basically the first thing that's, you know, popped up in my head. I was burning in my lungs. Or is it art now? Yeah. Do you know what, Sola, you said it all. I think we can just end the podcast. <laughs> but absolutely. Oh, my God. Yes. The motivation factor. And as you were talking, the one thing that was just burning in my own heart was... Healing yeah, is possible. <laughs> the one thing that was burning in my heart was healing is possible. Because we're talking about how do you start your healing journey? And then Shola, you're also saying to like our listeners, like, oh, you need to, you know, the, the very first phase is being motivated to actually begin. Mm-hmm. And the one thing that is screaming in my own heart is that healing is actually possible because if you don't think that healing is achievable then there will be no motivation to even begin, right? Um, yeah. So that that's the one thing for me, just like have hope, you know, like keep hope alive. You know, um, Shola is a mental health professional, likewise myself. And over the years, I've kind of seen how people who thought that their, their story, you know, can never be changed. People who thought that their depression could never get better or their feelings of depression rather, because it's never really yours or mine to keep. Um, people who kind of felt like, oh, this feeling of anxiety can never go because I had it for so long. Um, you know, this trauma that I've experienced, it's so vivid and so painful. And I don't think it can ever feel better. Or this panic attack that I feel, every time I feel it, it feels like it's going to be the last breath for me. And seeing all those people walk into like spaces that are safe, example, therapy, right? or having the right support system, or getting to a point where they're like, you know what, I think I'm motivated to start and give it a try. And it's amazing to see how, you know, with the right support, with the right approach, and with the right mindset, healing is absolutely achievable for any of this group of people that I've mentioned, and even more, you know. And so, Shola, we're going to go into, like, how can people actually start? Now, we've said, you know, one of the ways to start is to be motivated. Another way is to actually believe that healing is possible. But for instance, like, if I say, okay, you know, I come to you and I'm like, hey, I'm ready. Like, I'm ready to start this journey towards healing, but I don't really know what to do. What would you say to me, you know? And I hope I'm not putting you on the spot, but I don't care. (laughs) Wow. Wow. (laughs) <laughs> uh, so I, I, I guess it would be who am I talking to? So who are you? Are you are you are you a client or are you just somebody that is just you know picking my brain? <laughs> In that ways, I'm picking your brain. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So <clears throat> typically, um, yeah, depending on what the issue is, honestly, um, there are many mental health issues that could lead to you know um, mental health disorders or you know and their approach you know differs as well while there are some generic things that we could talk about you know sometimes the 
particular issue of the person would um, presuppose the kind of counsel that one would give for that kind of a person. So the way an individual who has possibly, you know, emotional problems, you know, or thoughts, discussions would approach wellness would be different for someone who has like a, a conduct disorder, for instance, um, or a behavioral issue, you know, maybe an addiction problem, you know, maybe, you know, an anger management issue. You know or maybe some level of anxiety that is you know revolving around you know you know obsessive compulsion and things like that it will be quite different you know in terms of what the treatment modalities would be you know therefore quite different from what the initial steps towards wellness you know would also be as well um but i guess um if one is to look at it from the generic perspective you know we've talked about you know motivation right but then question would be how do we get motivated because truth be told motivation is not an instinctual behavior you know it's not something that you are born with you have to learn it you know you have to put into perspective you know consequences yes and experiences yes and, and fear of punishment as well so um the portable outcome that we perceive in our mind about those things would determine our level of motivation towards it um most initial phases of counseling or even therapy for that matter start with motivation enhancement you know start we call it motivational interview you know where we help the person you know navigate the person's resistance navigate the person's you know thoughts processes and start towards wellness you know because many people would come to therapy with um their own preconceived notion you know some people will be in therapy yes, and i still strongly believe that therapy doesn't work and you're wondering why, why did you pay for this session you know and things That's like that true. yeah and you know it goes without saying you know that um one of the first step is to be open to different opinion okay about mm -hmm. yourself is to be open to you know um other people's um belief around what's going on with you because many times you hear people verbalize their issues in you know phrases like you won't understand you can't really understand where i am you know if i go into it you understand it's complex it's dynamic you understand nobody gets me you understand i'm sure you're not going to get me as well you know and things like that these are preconceived notions you understand these are core belief factors that people have internalized over the period of time and when you now come to session and they're you know supposed to be unpacking these things you're you going to meet those resistance in the first instance so how do we roll with that you know and how do we, the idea is to you know yeah we understand your you know believe believe your biases and everything but then you know still come with an open mind you understand be open to you know new experiences be open to new ideas yes, and be open to new information as well before we now even start going to the next step which is you know basically being educated about your own condition which is like the next phase of it basically for me um it's very very important for people to be educated about their condition regardless of whatever condition you know you find yourself with um mental health wise being educated about it is one of the most helpful thing that you can ever um you know that you can ever invest yourself into and this typically do start from the therapy room in itself you know and <clears throat> the um therapist will probably take you through a particular treatment modality called the psychoeducation basically means that you get to learn as much as possible about your condition basically and 
it's always very very you know um amazing when people begin to you know see themselves through what they are learning yeah, I'd be like, yes, yes, this is me, yes, that is what I've been going through. Like, keep trying to understand. So, there's a study for this. Oh, there's a classification for this. And people can basically put themselves in spots in the spectrum of the disorder itself. Yeah, I'd be like, oh, I think this is where I am. You know, sometimes I move to those states, but most of them I do find, I do find myself, you know, you know, more constant in this particular aspect of the spectrum. Understand? And that level of awareness demystifies many things in the mind of the person it makes you look at it from the aspect that the therapist ultimately wants to begin to look at it from that this is an health issue you know this could have happened to anybody you know we'll finally put a name to it you understand and we're talking about things like you know the statistics behind it the incidence rate you understand the prevalence rate of these things you understand which you know age or which gender is more you know um prone to having these things what could have causes what factors could have kept it in place yes that and many of those things and this information permeates the individual understand? and it makes you look at it from the angle of an headache or malaria or um one genetic health issue yes that and things like that and if you could look at it because people are not particularly afraid of health issues even if it is fibroid even if it is um, some growth somewhere, you understand? People are particularly, we know what it is, you understand? And we understand that if this thing can go, that is, you know, the end of it, you understand? And once you get somebody to perceive their mental health challenge from that angle, again, from that biomedical angle of things, you understand? It kind of like reduces many of your anxiety and demystifies many of the biases and the myths that surround your belief system at the initial stage. Mm, yeah. Thank you so much for, you know, taking time to actually explain it from that angle, <clears throat> especially from the angle of like people who have gotten to the point where, you know, they're beginning to start their therapy journey, right, as a means of healing. So I'm going to just probably add on a few things to what you said. Um, for mm. people who probably have not gotten to, <laughs> for people who probably have not gotten to the point of like even um, deciding that they want to start therapy. Um, mm-hmm. Some, some other ways, you know, that you can begin your healing journey is by getting um, into the practice of self-awareness, right? Um, in, in the psychological term, we we'll kind of refer to it as mindfulness. Being mindful is a practice. It's not something that we just automatically begin to, like, become so self-aware. It's something we do mm-hmm. one day after another. And it gives mm-hmm. you a lot of insight, you know, into what, what might be going on. And so when you decide that you want to start your healing journey, which everybody should, I think when you talk about healing, you know, it's not for only people who are like, oh, I've gone through this level of trauma. Really, everybody needs to heal from something, right? Mm-hmm. And one of the ways that you really become powerful over that, you know, that journey is to become self-aware. And by becoming self-aware, you get to a point, I think, Shola, you mentioned before, where you're kind of like, not, not, you're not, you're not going to approach it from anything goes, you know, or you see that, mm-hmm. hey, your, your eating patterns are changing and you're just like, oh, maybe it was just today. And then it happens tomorrow again, you're just like, oh, coincidence, two days, you know, or you're not mm-hmm. sleeping right. And then, or like, I don't know, you're, you're beginning to engage in, um, you know, the use of new drugs or more drugs or increasing your dosage for even like regular prescriptions, um, your sexual behaviors becoming, you know, um, very unhealthy or very 
careless, right? Compulsive. Your money you're compulsive that's the word i was looking for or your money spending habits is becoming very like reckless like it boils down to the, the everyday activities that we would typically do like check those things right are you mm-hmm. sleeping well are you finding yourself feeling more anxious in situations that you typically would have faced um these mm-hmm. are different ways that you can actually begin to like say okay i think you know i'm ready to start my healing journey because now i'm trying to practice understanding me as a person more um Mm -hmm. another way you know would be to be able to check your emotions as well and it also boils it goes back to being self-aware a lot of the times we, we we ignore this thing called emotions like emotions are really powerful because they give you information and insights into what's going on within right so um google you know, has been running this campaign called Mind Your Mind. And I think it's a really powerful campaign. You can check it out on their social media platforms, Google Health. And there we're just encouraging people to be able to mind their mind. Watch what you're thinking. Watch how you're feeling. Like, just check your emotions. And when you do all of that, you will be able to gather enough information to really convince you to actually go into the step that you know, Shola has been encouraging all of us about, which is engaging in therapy. When you're able to become more mindful, more present, you gather information that you're able to even take into therapy to say, hey, like, I've not been sleeping well. Hey, I've not been eating well. But if you're not aware, if you're not mindful, if you don't check your emotion, if you don't mind your mind, you would hardly ever know that you're getting to a point of disaster, you know, and that's really what we don't want people to get to a point where they're like, oh, my God, I don't think there's any return from here before you decide to engage in therapy. Um, so those are some of the, you know, the few tips in addition to what Shala had shared that, um, you know, that we just wanted to add on. Now, I guess, you know, just to kind of bring it all together, wrap up, if we have any listener who's like, hey, OK, I've heard everything you guys are saying. And I actually think I'm ready to start therapy. Like, I'm ready, I'm ready. Okay, I've been hearing it a lot. I'm ready. How do you begin your journey to a starting therapy? Like, how do you engage Google Health? Shala, do you want to tell them about Google Health? Let me let me do you the honors. Tell them about Google Health. Yeah. All right. Well, appreciate that. So, um, <laughs> typically, um, on Google Health is an on-demand teletherapy platform um, that helps you mitigate some of the challenges on accessing mental health care, you know, whatever part of the world that you find yourself in. And um, basically, Google Health is um, mental health awareness, mental health, you know, consultation um, in the in your comfort zone, basically. Um, all your sessions are done on the app via your mobile devices in your comfort areas, basically. Um, there's flexibility in payment, there's flexibility in sh- you know, you're scheduling your sessions and the, the old, you know, comfort of being able to do it without being subjected to waiting list, without being subjected to exorbitant, um, you know, um, cost or billings, you know, and things like that. And you can have it as frequent, uh, you know, without it burning a hole into your progress pockets. We understand that 
many mental health issues would have taken a toll on many aspects of your life, you know, um, marriage, you know, you know, socialization, and even finance as well. And so we understand the need for mental health to be, you know, affordable, you understand, at its barest minimum, so that it could um, not be another factor against people assessing mental health care. So Mungufu is here to, you know, basically help you with that, you know, um, get you pocket-friendly, you know, um, packages for your mental health care, you know, get you the right kind of consultations because Mungufu deals with, you know, licensed and trained and qualified personnel um they currently work with only clinical psychologists you know um there are many other people in the mental health space but Google works with only clinical psychologists at the moment and um they um are well trained and vast in um the intricacies of treating different areas of mental health issues as well and we can be confident about our counsel and uh ethical considerations as well you know i, f- I feel like i'm speaking for Google health you know i'm, I'm toasting people but that's so it's just because it's just a whole you know package of you know goodies honestly and the app itself yeah. have quite a lot of um, non-therapeutic engagement factors as well that are tailored towards mental health care as well like you know the screens you know that are there you know sometimes people suspect that hey i have one particular issue but i'm not sure you know and um if you download the app you see some free screens that could possibly address such issues just and, and give you an idea maybe there's something worth exploring there you know in that mm-hmm. space and there are quite a few of them on the app as well that you can engage with without having to pay for it you know um yeah. there are the um also the ransom feature is also there the mood diary and tracker is also there and of course you can't forget the daily nugget that comes from juliet as well which sometimes just eats you at the very you know um points in your time or your day that just be like wow this was needed you know um the day i will see juliet i'm probably going to propose to her you know i'm just putting out there wow let me know so i can pull out my camera anyway i mean like say yes yeah say yes yes (laughs) i know the pressure is getting worse anyways guys um thank you shoga for you know for kind of drawing lights on the google app um i think that it helps a lot especially when you're talking about how to start your journey because really um one of the reasons why a lot of people might not be motivated is because of the money factor like oh my god the therapy is expensive or will whatever i say be kept safe that could also be one of the things that might unique people on starting their um you know their therapeutic journey and so just hearing you talk about how you know google platform just really um google health platform really takes care of that um brings therapy to you at an affordable rate um, ensures that it's only trained professionals that you're able to meet and also offers you an array of therapies to choose from so you don't feel compelled to like you know oh my god it's just this one therapist you know you can actually make your choice i think that that's beautiful especially in enhancing motivation to begin your journey towards healing as well well guys it's world mental health awareness day and we hope that you know you check out our platforms we're going to be doing a lot of things on there just to promote and spread the word um you remember that you can also give somebody therapy today on the google health platform yes you might have that family member or friend or yourself who you know you know that would benefit from therapy um today would be a good day to give somebody such a thoughtful gift of therapy so um if you have any further questions you can reach out to the Google team on their social media platforms well 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 
we don't typically do this a lot. It sounds like a lot of marketing, but definitely um, we're sharing information that might be helpful to anybody listening, you know, especially because we're working on how to start, you know, so. Yeah, depending, yeah. depending on the, the occasion itself, this, so this is not marketing, this is awareness, you know, we're, we're pointing people in mm-hmm. the right direction. So I think sure. this is the only time where, you know, this is not marketing, you know, and exactly. we'll probably, you know, um, may point people in the right direction because that is people are always looking for answers people are looking for solution people are looking for right. fixes so this is the ideal time for us to um project all the available services project all the you know beautiful people like google health that are doing wonderful things which respects mm-hmm. well. and you know, also you know what we care about is you know wellness at the end of the day you know, reduce exactly. the index basically about about some of these, you know, prevalence of many of these mental health issues, you know, reduce it, you know, and um, you know, possibly somebody out there is listening to this podcast and be like, Okay, I'll probably give this a try. And that might be one yeah. of the critical moments in your life. That's like a tipping point, you know, where you mm-hmm. feel like okay, thank God I came across this podcast. Oh, thank God I heard somebody you know saying to another person, Thank God I you know it came on my tear, you know, and yeah. things like that. Yeah. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Shola, for putting it that way. But yeah, um, do you have any last words? Because I think that we've really uncovered a lot, or unpacked a lot, rather. Mm. My last word is, um, wellness is not a quick fix, it's a journey, okay? And in many situations, it evolves into being a lifestyle for you. Mm. So be open-minded to the long journey and not a quick fix. There's no easy shortcuts to mental health wellness so it yeah. will start like a problem you know you know and then you know it will evolve into wellness being a lifestyle so it's not a prescription yeah. of you know three months in the gym and you would have achieved the ideal you know version of yourself it needs maintenance it needs you know um a lifestyle adjustment you know alongside treatment as well so be open-minded to the long haul of it is and it's like a total revamping of yourself and that is what wellness is all about yeah thank you so much thank you oh my god you know what mental health is not a choice mental health care is not a choice it is a must yeah and Mm -hmm. whether you decide to engage today or tomorrow know that it is a responsibility and like the world mental health thing for this year says we need to make it a priority um yeah but thank you so much guys for listening and um thank you thank you thank you you we hope you took a thing or two and like we like to say before we wrap up the session oh did i just say the session hey god Finally, the therapist in you is going to be this influencer thing, you know, as you know, it has taken control of your mind. You know, thank God, the oh therapy in you is, is shining through. Before we wrap up the podcast, we like to say all feelings, feelings so are welcome here. I don't understand you. We're not good what you know? I, I've come to understand that we really don't, you know. <laughs> Uh, okay let's give it a try let's give it a try let's give it a try for the sake of today okay like we like to say before we wrap up this session all all feelings feelings are welcome (laughs) here oh i I give up bye guys (laughs) bye okay and cut cut